The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome to 2022 and a brand new episode of Mexi Mind Matters. I know you missed us dearly. I am sorry. We were gone for four weeks. It was atrocious. I'm so sorry to do that to my avid listeners. But a lot of things went down that we will talk about today. So... We had to take an extra week off because there were some circumstances outside of our control. And we had to settle some things prior to coming back on the air. We'll discuss it in a little bit. But yes, the Christmas time in Salt Lake City was great. Well, Salt Lake City slash Park City. Then flying to LA to finally take the honeymoon cruise. Was okay. Got on the boat to Mexico. The cruise was great. For once, Mexi actually enjoyed his cruise. It stopped first in Cabo. Been there, done that. We walked around the, the marina. Wifey got a little, you know, under the weather because of uh, too much sun. Got back on the boat. Then we went to Puerto Vallarta. It was great. Went whale watching. We saw a lot of whales. Breach. It was glorious. It was a decent whale watching. Way better than the last time we went in Cabo. About five years ago. Then went up to Mazatlan. That was great. Didn't really do any excursions in Mazatlan. I mean... It's all right. I wasn't too impressed. The boardwalk's okay. Um, I would definitely consider the Masalan Marathon for my Sinaloa race. If um, that's always an option. And then it went back up to uh, Ensenada. Again, Ensenada, not too impressed. My dad said to go do the Bufadora. And we went and that was about five hours wasted I mean, it's it's not even a blowhole. It's just like there's a slight slight opening on the side, like a little cave, and the water splashes in and out. Ooh. Wifey did not like the constant people trying to sell you shit in Mexico. It's all the same nonsense. Please leave us alone. And she was also kind of baffled at... The poverty in Mexico. And I'm like, well, welcome to Mexico, bitch. I mean, yes, you'll have houses made of sticks and stones. I mean, this is how things are in Mexico. What do you want? Uh, And that was it. We came back to the U.S. a week later. And here, we'll talk about specifics about the cruise. But before we get into that, I want to kind of start off by some changes that are going to be happening. First and foremost, our software upgraded to the point where the microphone no longer works. 
So Mexi has to get a new microphone for the podcast. It's annoying, but okay, whatever. Then on top of that, thanks to our cruise and the wonderful deep tissue massages that Mexi got on the cruise, I went ahead and canceled our agreement with Hand and Soul Massage. I'm almost this close to canceling my contract with them because they don't know how to do deep tissue. This bitch from the Philippines on the cruise, that was, I got two. I got a 50-minute massage and a 75-minute massage, and oh my lord, it was glorious. She almost broke me in half. That's what I expect from a deep tissue massage, to the point where it got me thinking, I'm like, I cannot believe I pay a membership for these yahoos to paddle me like Ross from Friends when he fills in for Phoebe. And the constant cancellations, no, 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 no. So... Talking to Handstone, they're on the ropes, and I went ahead and said, No, I can't be advertising for you if you don't know what you're doing. So, Handstone Massage is no longer a sponsor of the podcast. We're seeking other sponsors if anybody wants to throw names out there. Um, we got a few contenders, so that's changing in the coming weeks. I'll keep you posted. But yeah, and on top of that, We were supposed to come back live last week, but let me tell you, the wifey was a little bit under the weather and started getting the the sniffles, coughing. I figured nothing out of the ordinary, but we just came back from a cruise. So I'm like, "Mm, was I under the weather? And I realized, oh, that was like a a moment, I think it was the Wednesday of the cruise where I felt a little tickle in my throat. And I always carry ibuprofen and mucinex just in case somebody were to get me sick. So I popped a few, no big deal. Took a hot shower, great. But the wifey was under the weather last week. So she, she, she got a little paranoid and scheduled her PCR test just to be safe. Mind you, let it be known, when we were on the cruise, each port we went to, I kept reading leading up to the cruise that we were going to have to um, do testing to make sure we didn't have anything getting off the cruise, especially with Baja California, North and South being two of the most heavily hit States in Mexico, same as Sinaloa, and um, Jalisco was somewhat okay. But yeah, I was expecting to get tested every time we got off the port. Oh, no, no, no. They were taking our temperature and doing this facial recognition shit because we had to upload a photo when we got there uh, at check-in. And so, so yeah, I mean... Nothing out of the ordinary, but no tests, no antigen tests, no rapid tests, nothing, no PCR tests, nothing, no proof of vaccination needed to be presented, nothing to get off the boat. Come back on the boat, same thing. They don't take your temperature. They're just like, okay, let's do the facial recognition. Oh, and we're back on the boat. Oh, you can't bring any alcohol, any food or beverages. That they're very stickler about. And then um, coming back to the U.S., 
Like, I know if you fly out of the country and come back, you have to present a negative test. Oh, no, no. We got off the boat and we're in the Haven, mind you. For those who don't know, the Haven is where it's at. Yeah, you pay a little bit extra, but you're in your own secluded area. It was nice. You get your own restaurant. You get nice meals. They had a lot of gluten-free options for the wifey. Its own private pool. Now, mind you, the boat was at 40% capacity. So the boat holds 4,400 people. 50% is 2,200. 40% is less than 2,200. Now, if the boat were at 100% capacity, how many of those do you think are in the haven? Maybe what, 20% of the boat? But yet we have 40% capacity. There was like 40 people in the haven suites. That's it. Every time we were in that area, there was nobody around us. It was glorious, very secluded. We had a great time. Nobody was bothering us. Very good R&R leading up to this year's set of races. It was glorious. But anyways, like I was saying, getting off the boat in the, in the U.S., back in L.A. a week later. We get off the boat first. We go straight through, quote-unquote, customs, which is in this little hangar thing. And all they do is facial recognition. That's it. We didn't have to present passports. We didn't have to present vaccination cards, tests, nothing. Literally, if we got COVID in Mexico, nobody was none the wiser coming back to the U.S. We went straight from the boat to the airport, got on the plane, came back to Ohio. If we had COVID, we contaminated half the world. So yeah, so the wifey was like, I don't feel so good. <laughs> Coughing up phlegm as always. I'm like, oh, whatever. So she gets a PCR test. And the results come in. And this is positive. And I'm like, what the fuck? I have no symptoms. Because mind you, when you schedule your PCR test, they ask you, do you have a headache? Do you have a fever? Do you have shortness of breath? Are you coughing? Blah, 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 blah. I have none of those symptoms. But yet, the wife tests positive. Um, the wife is around me 24-7. So now I'm like, um, am I? Do I have Omicron? What the hell's going on? So, <clears throat> I'm asking my brother. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And he goes, well, you should get tested. I'm like, but... I have no symptoms. And he goes, yeah, but you want to get tested and you want to quarantine. I'm like, wait a minute. If I get tested and it comes back positive, I have to quarantine? Like, I have no symptoms. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? And he was like, well, even if you test negative, you're around your wife and she tested positive. I mean, but there's more than likely the likelihood that you have it. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I thought the PCR test was supposed to be accurate. It is. So if it's negative, I don't have it. Yeah, but it could be, I mean, you're around her 24-7. There's no way you don't have it. I'm like, so why the fuck would I schedule a fucking test? Well, you know, you could just assume you're positive and then just quarantine. I'm like, listen, nobody comes to my work and the wife is the only one at home and she's already positive. So I'm basically quarantining. That's how I look at it. Now, here's what drives me bananas. If they had tested us coming off the boat, 
would we have tested positive? How do we know that we actually got this in Mexico? Now, mind you, in order to get on the cruise, you have to be vaccinated and show a negative test. They test you before getting on the boat. So everybody that was on the boat was negative for COVID heading into Cabo. Two days later, we get off at Cabo, and that's where supposedly you could maybe get COVID. I don't remember anything out of the ordinary except I do notice, I did notice that in Puerto Vallarta on the whale watching, the captain of the boat, the speedboat that we took, handed us food by hand. So I came in contact with somebody hand to hand. And then later that evening, there was a few people coughing in the restaurant that we went to on the boat. And I do remember that was around the time that I had a little tickle in my throat. Now, I know my own body. And it felt like, you know, the sniffles. And I felt that before coming back from a race where, you know, somebody on the plane is sniffing and, you know, I feel like I may get a cold and I knock myself out and then I'm good to go. That's what it felt like. Because I specifically remember when I assume I had COVID the first time before it was actually a thing, I had no symptoms and a slight fever. This time, no fever. And we were getting on and off the boat, no temperature out of the ordinary. Because they're telling you what your temperature is. So, time goes by, we come back, we get off the boat. Now we're at the airport. What if we got it from somebody at the airport? What if the wife got it from somebody at the airport? We don't know. So now, what am I supposed to do? There, let's just assume I, I schedule a PCR test and it comes back negative. You're still going to assume that I have it because I'm around the wife and she came back positive. So what's the point of me getting a PCR test if all you're doing is pointing out the numbers? Which brings me back to the cruise. How on earth are these people telling the media that this cruise ship has so many cases if they're not testing you coming off the boat? Like nobody tested us coming off the boat. So how do people know that we come back positive or negative? And I discovered that it turns out most of the articles where they're talking about cruises and people testing positive, it's people getting tested after the fact and they're somehow tracing it back to the boat. Okay, so the wife is assuming she got this from the cruise. I told my immediate family, they're assuming we got it from the cruise. I'm telling everybody, there is no way to know for sure where we got this. And I am not going to schedule a PCR test if A, I have no symptoms, B, I'm good to go. And here's the thing, I'm not even boosted. The wife is the one that has the booster shot and she's the one that has COVID officially because she actually went and got a result. So I'm like, how do we even know? Like if, if this is supposed to be like a cold, how do you know you have a cold or not? 
How do you know this is COVID? How do you know it's not? Well, you have to get tested and you have to quarantine for five days. Um, okay. All right. Um, since clearly I have the vaccine, you are now expecting me to believe that it is the vaccine that prevented me from being hospitalized, quote unquote, even though I got the vaccine back in April. And when I got the vaccine, same thing. I felt a little tired, had a slight fever, boom, then it went away. That does not, that did not feel like the sniffles. So I don't have a fever. I don't have a shortness of breath. So to me, this is not COVID. Wife wants to quarantine. That's fine by her. Now, mind you, she doesn't go anywhere anyways. And on top of that, Honda just dictated she's still working from home. Hey, it is what it is. But anyways, before we move on, let's give a shout out to our remaining sponsors. As always, the Green Tender. Join now. Save. Use promo code MEXC. Save on your first cleanse. Two a day, three a day, five a day. It's up to you. Whatever you want to do. Go to greentender.com. Get your cleanse on. The Green Tender. Proud sponsor of the Mix of Mad Madness podcast. As is Super Studios 353, join now. Join Team Super. Have her coach you to be the best version of yourself. Use promo code MEXI and save on your first class. Super Studios 253, proud sponsor of the Mix of Mad Madness podcast. And American National. Give my man room a call. Bundle, home, auto, life, get an umbrella policy. Boom. He'll hook you up. Use promo code MEXI. Save on your bundling. American National, proud sponsor of the Makes It My Matters podcast. Now, moving on. We have to take care of the wifey and her nonsense. So I apologize for the delay of an extra week. And the microphone wasn't working. And we had this these issues with the sponsor. So I had to sort, sort things out. But things are getting to where they're supposed to be. Next week will be our episode before we head over to Florida slash Alabama for marathon number 193, the first of the year. And because it is January and it will be almost the end of January into February, it is getting close to tax season. Mexi has already crunched all the numbers. He's going to get a hefty return. It is glorious. Another excellent runner stimulus package. But yeah, hey. Somehow, this year, I made less money last year. Makes sense, though. A lot less overtime. A lot less bonuses because I settled less cases. There's less cases this year. So it is what it is. Uh, Wifey's actually trying to get hired on a Honda. She just applied for the position. She had a... Um, what's it called? Like a, not a partial offer, but like a uh, uh, contingent offer based on her background check into her criminal history and her employment history. So hopefully she gets hired on a Honda. That is great news for everyone. She'll get more money. I'll get better benefits. It's great. This year. For Christmas, I actually got decent presents all around. Very nice. 
And uh, it was a decent holiday vacation. It was a little too long, though. Like, three weeks is just like... I ran out of shampoo and ran out of toothpaste. So I'm like, yeah, no. And, and G Fuel. So I'm like, it's time to go back to work. It's time to, like, get back in the swing of things. This is too much, too much free time. We went to uh, in Salt Lake City. We went to see the uh, Tree of Utah, this giant statue shaped like a tree in the middle of the freeway. Uh, we also went to the Salt Flats. Pretty nice. Uh, we also saw Spiral Jetty. Uh, some artists put a little spiral using rocks off the lake, the Salt Lake. It's the middle of nowhere. But, you know, that was all right. Saw some bison on Antelope Island. Got hit with a snowstorm on the way back. And they don't fuck around in Salt Lake City, I will say that. When it snows, everybody's got snow tires, the plows are out. They know what's up. So, yeah. Ohio needs to step up their game. Because we actually left to go to our cruise. We had to pack winter stuff. Because we were in Salt Lake City. And it was 25 degrees. And we had to pack uh, beach wear. Because we were going to be in 80 degree weather in Mexico. Luckily, my parents were able to take a suitcase full of winter stuff back with them. That was nice of them. And even though it got cold, like around 25, 15 degrees Fahrenheit, it didn't feel that cold, uh, mainly because of the dryness. It's less humid. Um, You don't feel it as cold as in Ohio. Because I can assure you, 15 degrees Fahrenheit in Ohio, it feels like death. Over there, no. Not really. So that was nice. Um... Although I forgot that coming back, Ohio was going to be cold, and I didn't have my jacket. We actually connected through Minneapolis. So as soon as you get off the plane and you're on the jet bridge, you can feel the coldness. And I'm like, ooh, this bad boy's waking me up. Obviously, Minnesota is colder than Ohio. So that was a rude awakening. But yeah, we got back to Ohio. It was like 29 degrees. I'm like, motherfuckers. Ugh, it is what it is. But yeah, I had an excellent vacation, so glad to be back. 2022 will be the year Mexi hits his 200th marathon, so we got to line them up as we go along. Hopefully the pandemic is over because this is literally ridiculous at this point. Tired of wearing masks, tired of taking all these tests. It's ridiculous. Anywho, that is it. That is all we have for this week. Short and sweet. As always, all the episodes are on SoundCloud and iTunes. Hit us up. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Hit us up on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. You know the deal. And as always, remember people. Where there's a Mexican, there's a way. Until next time.